No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we continue Psalm 107 with a song of thanksgiving. The Lord delivers sailors at sea, prospers the hungry, and exalts the poor. The wise will understand His loving kindness. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. God is faithful, no matter what. That's the theme of Psalm 107. The psalmist describes various kinds of people and the trials they face. But when they cry out to God, He hears and delivers. Isn't He worthy of our thanksgiving? Psalm 107, verse 23, we continue. Those who go down to the sea in ships who do business on great waters. They see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. For he commands and raises the stormy wind, which lifts up the waves of the sea. They mount up to the heavens. They go down again to the depths. Their soul melts because of trouble. They reel to and fro and stagger like drunken men and are at their wits end. Then they cry out to the Lord in their trouble, and he brings them out of their distresses. He calms the storm so that its waves are still. Then they are glad because they are quiet. So he guides them to their desired haven. Now this gives to us one of the most amazing descriptions of the sailor at sea. There is something alluring and mysterious about going out to sea in a ship There were not many seafaring men in Israel. Those who did venture out on the great sea of the Mediterranean were admired as a special breed because the sea was untamable, like Leviathan, that dreadful sea serpent mentioned in the book of Job. Yet there were great rewards for those who would go. Solomon sent out ships to obtain the gold of Ophir, The seas were so dangerous that sailors probably never would have ventured on them were it not for the potential lucrative rewards. But these seafaring men saw great works and wonders of the Lord, and they returned with tall tales. No doubt they were listened to by wide-eyed children of all ages. What adventures they had to share with those who remained on dry ground, playing it safe, and never experienced such wonders. The amazing sea creatures they saw, the unfathomable deep, and an endless horizon, these were only some of the wonders of the Lord they routinely observed. But they would also experience terrifying storms. Great waves would lift them up to the heavens and then send them down again to the depths. Their souls would melt with fear like the sailors on the ship bound for Tarshish when Jonah boarded it and God sent the storm. Trying to walk across the ship's deck, they looked like drunken men staggering to and fro, grabbing onto any part of the ship they could find to keep themselves from falling. They were at their wits end. They did not know if they would survive. They didn't know what to do. I think of those poor ill-fated men on the fishing boat in the movie 
the perfect storm. Now, unless you've been in the Navy or served on a cruise ship or on the deadliest catch, you probably have not experienced such extremities at sea. But we have our own spiritual storms, don't we? At times, the winds of evil whip up and threaten to knock us off our feet. Waves of this world lift us up and send us down. Have we not been going through a storm this past year? We wonder if we will survive. We don't know what to do. We stagger about victims of circumstances beyond our control. Now, these poor mariners did do something very wise. They cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he heard them. How about us? Who do we cry out to when the storms of life are threatening us? Sadly for many, the Lord is the last person they cry out to, but really, he should be the first one we cry out to. Now, when they cried out to him, he delivered them from their distresses. He calmed the storm before them, like Jesus rebuking the wind and waves. God brought tranquility where there had been tumult, and he brought peace where there had been only terror before. And he'll do the same thing for us when we cry out to him. That's why it doesn't do us any good to be anxious. And we are told, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and mine. Well, where they had lost their way, where the cloudy storms had blocked their view of the navigational stars, God restored their wits to them and guided them to their desired haven. What a beautiful picture this is of how God leads us through the storms of life. We can trust him after the clouds go away. We can trust that he will give to us that insight once again. He'll show us where to go and lead us to the desired haven of his blessings on earth and fullness of joy in heaven. Verse 31. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Let them exalt him also in the assembly of the people and praise him in the company of the elders. So what can we say to the Lord for his marvelous and merciful deliverances in our life? Well, we can give him thanks for his goodness and his wonderful works. Is this not our reasonable service for all his faithfulness? The psalmist says, let them exalt him in the assembly. And that's what we do. I love to come to church on Sunday mornings and worship with the Lord's people as we exalt his name, as we tell of all of his mercies in our lives and lift him up in the assembly, in the congregation. Verse 33, he turns rivers into a wilderness and the water springs into dry ground, a fruitful land into barrenness. For the wickedness of those who dwell in it. He turns a wilderness into pools of water and dry land into water springs. There he makes the hungry dwell, that they may establish a city for a dwelling place and sow fields and plant vineyards, that they may yield a fruitful harvest. And also blesses them, and they multiply greatly 
and he does not let their cattle decrease. So God is sovereign over the affairs and the providence of mankind. He will turn rivers into wilderness and water springs into dry ground and the fruitful land into barrenness for the wicked. You see, God can reverse things. And if a person does not fear God, does not obey the commandments of the Lord, God is fully capable of reversing their fortunes. But he can just as easily and just as quickly turn the wilderness into pools of water. You may be thinking that you are wandering in the wilderness right now, but God can change things around in a moment. Do you believe that? Will you pray that? Will you expect it? And will you make sure that you are walking in his love and in obedience to his commands? You see, that's the place where we need to be keeping ourselves in the love of God so that God can bring forth pools of water where we have wilderness. He gives the hungry a dwelling place, a place to live where they can establish a city for a dwelling place. Those who are hungry and poor, God nourishes them and provides all that they need as they trust in him. And he blesses and he multiplies them. Now God told Adam and Eve to be fruitful, to multiply, to fill the earth, That is God's desire. He wants to make us fruitful. He wants to multiply us. He wants to multiply the fruit that we bring forth for his kingdom. And again, if we abide in him, Jesus said, if you abide in me, you will bear much fruit. Verse 39, when they are diminished and brought low through oppression, affliction, and sorrow, He pours contempt on princes and causes them to wander in the wilderness where there is no way. Yet he sets the poor on high, far from affliction, and makes their families like a flock. The righteous see it and rejoice, and all iniquity stops its mouth. Whoever is wise will observe these things, and they will understand the loving kindness of the Lord. So, When they are diminished and brought low, it says. You know, there are those times when we go through hard times, when it seems that everything is against us and and where we think we will continue to add to, sometimes God takes away or somebody takes away, but we're diminished, we're brought low and nobody likes being there. Yet he will pour contempt on princes Those who think they are so high and mighty and arrogant and beyond anybody ever pulling them down, God brings them down. Just think about Nebuchadnezzar as he had been so mightily used of God and had been given so much as the king of Babylon. But when he went up and said, oh, this great Babylon, isn't this what I have made for my glory? And of course, the Lord said, that's it, dude, you're out of here. And for seven years, he grazed on grass and lost his mind. But then the Lord restored him after the seven years. So God is able to pour contempt on princes and bring them low. But he also prospers the poor. He lifts them up. Blessed are the poor in spirit, Jesus said, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Now the righteous will see this and rejoice. 
There is something so satisfying when we see justice being served, the wicked condemned and the righteous lifted up. When we see God exercise his judgments in the earth, the righteous will see it and rejoice in the Lord. And the wise will understand the loving kindness of the Lord. Those are the people that I really want to be around. I want to be around those people that understand that God is gracious, that God is merciful, that God is still on the throne, he is sovereign, and all of his ways are loving kindness for those who trust in him and seek to follow him. May we be those that God can freely pour out his grace and his loving kindness upon our lives when we're in trouble, when we're going through those perfect storms of life, that we would cry out to him, that he would hear us and that he would deliver us and put our feet back on solid ground. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Tomorrow, we'll look at Psalm 108, where David sings praises to the Lord for his mercy and deliverance. God is sovereign over the nations and gives victory over our enemies. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the Psalms on Simply the Bible.